What's up, everybody, and welcome in to Tuesday Wrestling Tuesday. I'm Jonathan Hood. Don't forget to check us out on Instagram as well as Twitter at WrestlingTWT. We've got a YouTube page, YouTube.com. Look for Tuesday Wrestling Tuesday as well, and merchandise as well. Merchandise for Tuesday Wrestling Tuesday is available as well. Just check it out on Twitter and Instagram. Click that link tree in my bio, and boom, you're right in. Get yourself a tumbler. Get yourself a mug, or if you... Live in the Midwest or the Northeast, you might need a sweatshirt or a hoodie because it's snowy and cold. So check it out, Tuesday Wrestling Tuesday, the merchandise. Represent the podcast you listen to by checking out Tuesday Wrestling Tuesday. Serena Deeb, longtime pro wrestler, now in AEW and really making some headway in AEW, is going to join me here. And we'll talk a little bit about her career, where she is now at AEW, the state of AEW, and so much more. So check it out, my conversation with Serena D. We remember her in the WWE and now really doing some great things in AEW. We'll ask her about that and more right here on this edition of Tuesday Wrestling Tuesday. Glad that you're with us here for TWT, John the Hood with you on ESPN Chicago, as we are pleased to be joined by the professor of professional wrestling, the woman of a thousand holds, Serena Deeb. Don't forget, you can catch AEW on Wednesdays for AEW Dynamite on TBS at 7 o'clock Central, as well as AEW Rampage on TNT on Friday nights at 9 p.m. Central. We are with Professor Deeb. She joins me, Jonathan Hood, here on ESPN Chicago. Serena, it is my pleasure. Thanks for coming on the show. Thank you so much, John. Uh, do you prefer Jonathan or John? Uh, it doesn't matter. Just pay me. I don't care. Ah, there <laughs> we go. Okay. Well, thank you so much, John. It's a pleasure. Um, it's a pleasure to be on with you. I really appreciate it. Absolutely. Pin me, pay me. Just, just pay me. Whatever it is. It doesn't matter, right? <laughs> um, Pin me, pay me. Yeah, that's how I feel. <laughs> and, uh, we're, we're both in entertainment, so it's it's the same thing, right? Just pin me, pay me, just pay me. That's all I care. It doesn't matter what you call me. Um, so, I feel you. So, Professor, how is life for you right now? Life for me right now is is great. Um, I, as I mentioned, I, I, I'm staring out the window to a snow-covered Chicago. Pretty freaking beautiful outside. Um, career-wise, I'm I'm... I'm loving it. I'm at <clears throat> I'm at the top of my game right now. I believe um, I'm working really hard. I uh, I'm having so much fun. I feel like I, you know, I've I've been wrestling for or I've been in the business for 17 years. Mm-hmm. Um, 
lot of different chapters, a lot of different companies, a lot of different this and that, whatever. But AEW feels like home. AEW is a special place. I, uh, it's, I feel, I feel like one of the lucky ones that I, that I ended up settling there, you know? Um, and just in terms of, you know, I, I, I have so much on my mind, so many ambitions and the ambitions keep growing. Um, I, uh, sorry, I had to decline a call there. Um, my ambitions keep, keep growing, right? Like I, in ring, I'm not, not even close to, to what I want to be. Like I, I am constantly training. I'm constantly trying to innovate and come up with new things character wise. Same thing. I'm in an acting class. Um, I'm teaching myself video production and video editing right now, um, creating my own content, putting videos out. Uh, I'm <clears throat> on the brink of hopefully opening a wrestling school. Mm-hmm. I have so many, so many ambitions and it, you know, going through periods of your life, which like, I think everyone can relate to where you're just like not inspired and, and, and not, uh, motivated in any way like I, I feel like I'm at like the, the very opposite end of that right now and it's empowering and it's inspiring and I feel that the more I stay like stay going forward like the more stuff is coming to me Serena the way I, I look at things um, especially with your program with Sheeta what I like is is that it was a long program it wasn't a one-off well, how important is that for you or just for the women's division that you're just not just getting a match here, match there, but there's a story to be told? It's very important. I think, you know, I think that that was a thing for a while um, where it was just one-off matches. And um, the fact that, you know, Tony embraced wanting to do more and wanting to put some 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 deeper storytelling in there is 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 really cool um hopefully that continues you know for other people as well i think um you know just from an emotional investment standpoint for the fans like one-off matches are great especially if they're dream matches right like Mm -hmm. daniel bryan versus kenny omega i mean you know that that's that's a dream match people want to see that and and given that even one time is is people are gonna love it but i think you know historically speaking in wrestling like there were if you look back on like the attitude era for example i mean there were there were stories and feuds that went on for for a year um and and people stayed emotionally invested as long as as long as the as long as there was something compelling to pay attention to um so i think it's a great sign and and I and I I've seen it also across other stories in the women's division and and um, as of late and I, I I just it's it's great I think wrestling fans just, um, a lot of wrestling fans appreciate that. Serena Deeb with me, Jonathan Hood here on ESPN Chicago. Don't forget to catch AEW when it comes to your area. AEWTix.com is where you go to get your tickets and information. AEWTix and the professor joins me, Jonathan Hood. Um, so your sit down with Jim Ross, I think, was a defining moment. 
not in your career because you've had a long career, but just in AEW where you're asking Jim, longtime announcer, Hall of Famer, you know, who's is, who's more dominant than you? And he couldn't come up with anybody. This is with already a talented roster, and he just was just flat-footed. Like, you got him, Serena. Like, he couldn't come up with anybody else more powerful than you. What was that moment like for you just to be in that, that promo, to be able to get that time to speak? Uh, super... Uh, <laughs> Jim is Jim is one of my favorite people. Um, I have obviously a lot of respect and love for him. I think he's the greatest to ever do it. Um, to have that sit down with him, I mean, especially like you know, growing up uh, a fan in the Attitude Era and, and watching all of those sit downs back in the day, you know, like that's a sitting down with Jim Ross is not like an everyday event. I mean, that's like a really special that's a special thing to to be able to experience um and and him you know sitting with me and giving me that time you know just and that energy like i i I, it was it was really 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 amazing um (laughs) i've kind of put him on the spot on the spot with that question and uh you know, I, I know he. I know he has a lot of respect for my work, and you know, you can hear it on commentary every time I come out. He's always saying really kind words, and you know, he knows my journey, and he's known he's known me since I started. You know, uh, in OVW in two thousand five. So I mean, I think um, I don't know. The whole moment was really special. Getting to do a sit down with Jim Ross, like uh, it's it's quite it's quite legendary right and um i feel like i felt empowered in that moment i felt very empowered and like you know a lot of people in wrestling say i'm the best i'm the best i'm the best and you know i i i kind of like i kind of like try to embody a little bit more of this this mentality of like you know, don't don't say you're don't walk around saying you're the best all the time. Like, let other people say you're like praise you, because mm-hmm. um, I think it's just so overdone and it's so you know. But in that moment, that felt right. You know, to say, is there anybody? Is there anybody here on my level? Because I truly believe there isn't, and um, it felt genuine and it and it was empowering. I uh I've seen I've seen your personality go dark before so I've seen this in your career but I think that there's something that's completely different in your personality in AEW than other places. I mean, you are putting people in the Serena uh, Stretch Club, which I would say, wh- do you have merch? Do you have Serena Stretch merch? I think people can get behind that. So, I mean, so what, what, was, there, was there a breakthrough or was there a moment where it's like, you know what, this is who I am now. I'm going to be the woman of a thousand holds. I'm going to stretch people and really put them in a lot of pain. What was the, the, the point where you said, I'm going to be this person? Great question. Um, and no, there's not much yet, but uh, Serena Stretch Club, yeah, I think there should be. Um, yes. So we'll, we'll work on that for you. Okay. Um, <laughs> I think we can all get behind that as fans, though, Serena. That's, that's my point. Like, I could see, like, a sea of, of fans saying, yes, stretcher. Yes, definitely stretch this person. People like that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, 
you know, I veered, I veered into this more like submission and technical based style over the past couple of years. And I, it's like clicking. It's, um, I don't know in my brain, it's, it's, it, it's just really, really clicking, and it's like uh, it, I really enjoy it, like the details of it, right? Like if you watch a Bret Hart or a, a Dean Malenko or a, an Eddie Guerrero and uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin, like the technical, I mean, like technical wrestling to me is like uh, is my absolute favorite style, and obviously that's why I'm I'm embracing it. And I'm trying to embody it as best as possible Daniel uh Brian Danielson um it's there's something about it it's 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 the attention to all these little details because if you miss one little detail even if it's like a step it changes it right yeah. so it's there's something like if there's a uh there's just I, I just have so much respect for that style and so I I've really I've really stepped into that, and I'm trying to um, become one of the best in that in that in that venue, right? Um, <clears throat> honestly, a lot of what's coming out of me right now, uh, character-wise and personality-wise, is um, is real. You know, I spent I spent a few years coaching. Um, a lot of positives of that chapter. A lot of a lot of gratitude for that chapter. But there, you know, there was a lot of there was a lot of BS and there was a lot of dealing with, you know, <laughs> uh, difficult personalities with, with, um, <laughs> I'm trying to think of how to say this. Like, yes, yes. This, Go this on. Young, this, <laughs> sorry. Um, this younger generation, right? Like mm-hmm. they're entitled they are they're entitled and they complain and they you know all this stuff so like a lot of my content right now is very real it's real emotion coming out it's like it's like you guys don't even know what i and it, it, i don't say this with bitterness at all like i am very like proud of my journey and 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 and, and grateful for the struggles that i went through um i'm saying this with in like like you don't even know what it was like to come up in 2005, 2006, 2007, how hard it was for women, like the pressures that were put on women, all this stuff, and how good women have it today, and they still complain, and they still, you know, so like a lot of a lot of what's kind of coming out of me right now is real stuff, because coming up then, you know, uh, what would it be, 17 years ago now? Yeah. Those of us that came up in that generation, man, like, you know, obviously the challenges change and now we have social media and there's all these other stresses. And so things evolve and change and stuff. But I mean, just from an in-ring, like, female wrestler standpoint, like, a lot a lot of these girls couldn't hack it then. So, you know, what I'm projecting is, is truth. It's like, you know... I, I'm still here. I'm and, and and I'm still showing up, like wanting to elevate my game every single day. Um, and, and you know, there's there's not a lot of people left from that generation, and you know, it's it's, uh, you know, I'm, I'm standing strong, and I and I ain't going anywhere. I got I got a lot of years. I got a lot of fuel left in the tank. Any names you'd like to give? You like? Well, you want to break the internet with me? Any names? <laughs> of, 
Let's break the internet together. Hey, so you worked in Shimmer with Dave Prezak. Um, I want and he just went into the um, the Independent Wrestling Hall of Fame. There, any memories of working in Shimmer? Some of the best memories of my career, absolutely. Right here in Chicago, Berwyn Eagles Club. Uh, funny little venue. If you <laughs> if you've never been there, oh yeah, it's, it's pretty it's pretty entertaining that venue. Um, I I just loved those weekends. They were um, they were long. They were tiring. They were painful. I mean, you know, I I just said in an interview the other day, like, you know, Monday morning after four taping, Saturday Sunday, like you'd be walking through the airport, your body's just broken. You're just like everything, like everything hurts. You just had four matches over two days, and. Um, you know, it, it was it was exhausting and it was ruling, but it was. Uh, but honestly, the sisterhood there really special. Um, a lot of those women uh, that I that I shared those weekends with, I'm still in touch with on a very regular basis. You know, daily, weekly, what have you. Um, Sarah Del Rey. You know, we were co coaches together. Like uh, I. I have so much respect for what Dave did uh, with Shimmer because at that time it was like, you know, it was like the diva search era and um, obviously like mainstream wrestling, TV wrestling was like, was a completely different look and, uh, and, and feel. And then Dave stood by the fact that he wanted awesome women's wrestling and that was his vision and that's what he created and you know it reached I uh, uh, had an autograph, autograph signing yesterday where some somebody showed up and he said you know I'm a, I used to come to Shimmer all the time and I just wanted to come and you know see you again and show you my respects and or pay you my respects um, and that meant so much that like you know like sh- like there there was a fan base that really stood by um, stood by her sides like through all of that and um, and can acknowledge like how hard those women uh, worked at doing something different like producing great wrestling um, despite how you look despite how, any of that stuff right right which you know AEW's doing right now as well it's like it's like everybody's different um and I just think that, yeah, those were some of my favorite weekends of my life. Um, it would take me a week to recover <laughs> physically, <laughs> mentally, emotionally, everything. But um, Chicago, for me, is really a spe- uh, special wrestling town because of Shimmer. And uh, I, I owe a lot to Dave Prezak. And, you know, that stems back to CM Punk. Like, CM Punk was the reason that he helped me get on Dave's radar and Dave gave me a chance and then it just it, it took off from there and I became you know pretty regular there and I mean so you know respect to Punk respect to Praise Act I um, I appreciate both of them and I appreciate Shimmer and I appreciate Chicago 
Serena, last thing, and I appreciate your time. Um, so there's two champions. There's Dr. Britt Baker. There's Jade Cargill. And I know that your trophy is breaking bones and stretching people. I think that's clear now that you know, you're very dangerous and that um, even though you're a woman of a thousand holds, you're, you are trying to send a message. So do you have a target on either one of these women, Baker or Cargill? I have a target on everybody. Uh, I, I, I do not. Uh, I, I don't. You know what? I just I'm targeting everybody right now. Like whoever whoever wants to step up, whoever thinks that they could step up, that's my target. Um, the Owen Hart Cup, that's my target. Brit. That's my target, Jade. That's my target. It, it's across the board, right? It's the whole women's division for me. I, I'm not. I don't choose one. Um, I am. <clears throat> I am out to prove that I am the very best amongst our division. And whatever comes my way, whoever steps in my path, is going to be my target. So um, I wouldn't choose between them. I will just say across the board, the this division, I put them on notice, and you know I, I don't know what the next few months are going to look like, but um, I think there's going to be some people that will definitely experience the Serena Stretch Club and experience Deep Dojo, and you know, and I, I have, I, I'm out to prove exactly what I've said numerous times on this call. That I'm the best. Um, lastly, for those that don't know, your last name has a special meaning. What does Deeb mean? <laughs> yeah, so Deeb, uh, thanks for bringing that up. Um, Deeb, so I'm, I'm half Arabic. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't know that. Um, I'm half Arabic. My father was, uh, was Palestinian and Lebanese. Um, very proud of my hair, that part of my heritage. Uh, Deeb means wolf in Arabic. And uh, I posted, you're probably referring to my post the other day, but I posted something, you know, Deeb means wolf, it symbolizes strength. And, um, you know, I, I, I love the meaning behind my last name. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It really empowers me, and uh, and I think in my post I put something along the along the along the lines of you know wolf, like wolves eat sheep, and I'd rather be a wolf amongst a bunch of sheep, and you, you know keep running because I'm faster than all of you, and I'm going to catch you, and and I'm the wolf. That fits, definitely. Uh, AEW Dynamite on TBS, uh, Wednesdays at 7 o'clock uh, Central Time. And, of course, AEW Rampage as well on TNT. And whenever AEW comes to town, AEWTix.com is where you go. They're going to be here in Chicago at the Trust Arena, of course. And, of course, as it you guys travel, AEWTix.com is where you go. Um, Professor, this has been my pleasure. Thank you so much for coming on with us here in Chicago. John, thank you so much for having me. Very special to be with you today. Great conversation with Serena Deeb with us here on Tuesday Wrestling Tuesday. Don't forget to check us out on YouTube, youtube.com. Look for Tuesday Wrestling Tuesday. Subscribe, hit that subscribe button. 
And also, don't forget uh, on Instagram and Twitter at WrestlingTWT. Love to have more followers there on WrestlingTWT on Instagram and Twitter. And don't forget our merchandise, Tuesday Wrestling Tuesday. Hey, it's the show that the experts listen to. Great conversations, great interviews like this one with Serena Deeb. Hey, we are from the wrestling capital of the world, Chicago, Illinois. There's been so many great shows happening in Chicago. Snowy Chicago right now as I look out the windows of downtown Chicago. Thanks so much for listening. And uh, don't forget to hit that subscribe button to check out the podcast, YouTube, merchandise, everything else for Tuesday, Wrestling Tuesday.